0: door for 2024. What's really good, guys? How y'all feeling out there, Motives? First podcast of 2024. I hope you guys miss me because I missed you, but your girl has been out here running, stunting, and dunking on them, all right? Let me just tell you that. So before I start with all my antics and stuff like that, because I'm so excited, y'all know what I'm going to start off with, right? Uh 2024 quote. So I want you guys to know it is never too late, never too late to start over, never too late to be happy. You heard Write it on your heart that every day is the best day of the year. Celebrate endings for they precede new beginnings. So with that being said, three words for me to describe my 2023 is that it was life-changing, that I will continue to be a student because I am a teacher, and self-worth, okay? um, All of the seeds that I've been planting over the last couple years have literally began to come into fruition. Everything, guys. Wait till I tell y'all how aligned your girl is, okay? And One of the things that make me smile every time I think about it is that I am really a teacher. I'm really out here teaching people all kinds of things, and I am humble enough to know that with being a teacher and with having wisdom and with spreading that knowledge that I have to continuously be a student, and I look forward to that. Like I said several times before, I look forward to learning something new every day. I'll usually tell the person or, you know, whoever's around me once I learn something like, oh, that's what I learned today or whatever the case may be. So I really, really believe in that so I want to ask you guys a couple questions and I'll answer them as well and with answering it you can write into to us you can hit up my social media whatever the case is because when you guys reach out to me I will mention it on the next show so what's the most important lesson you learned hmm What's that most important lesson you learned for 2024? Get on the floor and show them what you got. Bars. (laughs) So for me, and I believe I said this before, I believe that strangers will support you more than your circle. And it's because strangers are likely to see your vision without... Being biased, okay? Um, they're unbiased because they don't know you. They don't know your background. They don't know you personally, all of that. All they know is the information that you give them and that they need that information, that they're willing to pay for that information, and that they want to hear more stuff from you or get more information from From you, whereas your circle may tend to look at you from the old lenses of your old self. And I found that I've had to have this conversation over and over again, only to the people that are still in my life that I ain't putting, you know, boundaries and discernment up against. But, um, you know, I had to let them know like, OK, yes, that might have been me back then, but that's not me no more. So don't come at me that way. Don't assume those things, because when you assume me, make an ass out of you and me. OK, so, you know, just having that conversation with my family and my friends, those are the ones that I, you know, hold dear and near to my heart, because sometimes they might notice a little bit of a change for you to you and you but they don't realize how much you've actually changed or that you have completely shed that old shell and that you're a whole nother person. I like to look at myself as a teenage mutant Ninja Turtle. I have a very hard out of shell, but once you get in baby and once the walls are down, I am squishy and lovable and um, I just want to be loved on. <laughs> so, The next question is, what's one new skill that you learned? Hmm? What is one new skill that you've learned? So I learned that uh, when I was younger, uh, I'm the oldest of seven, excuse me, oldest of eight. I'm the eighth. And Pretty much, um, you know, I always wanted to be the cool auntie. I'm going to get the kids. We go on vacation and travel and all that. But I look forward to dropping them back off. Like, I never really imagined having kids because I had to help so much in the house growing up with my sisters and stuff like that. So I never really wanted to have kids. And even with that being said, you know, I still only have one. He just turned 17 a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he's about to be an adult, you know, off to college or, um, you know, um creating a business with the trade that he's learning in high school. And I really learned that I do love kids in all aspects and that a lot of my therapy and coaching is actually for them. So um, I've done a couple interviews, like a um a back-to-school interview and all that stuff. And the main thing that I learned with just being that shoulder for my friends and family to cry on is that a lot of us was toxic as hell. We were toxic as hell. We didn't really know what love was. We didn't learn it. And we had to navigate and figure out things on our own. And with figuring out those those things, um, it was trial and error. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a, lot, a trial and error. So I started to think, if I could begin to uh catch these kids and reach out to these kids and give them the tools that they needed it would prevent a whole nother generation of toxicity. So I stand firm on that new skill I learned with my niche being those babies. Cause those babies need us more than ever. And as we're still learning to love and grow and be our best authentic selves, um, you know, there are it's room for error as far as raising our kids. So that's where I come in at. So if your child is struggling in school or anything like that, reach out to info at tonemotivates.com. And um, you know, I have some free sessions, we can have a call and all that stuff, and see if I am a good fit for your child and getting them on the right track so the next question is how do you want to show up in the coming year who do you want to be what frame of mind do you want to be in and what do you want to accomplish so firstly I want to continue to show up authentically Okay, it's not too many of me's out there, you know. And um, like I said, I am a humble person, but I, in the words of the great Dame Dash, he say he ain't gonna be humble. He great that humility is out of the window. If he doesn't tell himself great, he not waiting for you to tell him. He know he great, and he gonna stand on that. And that really resonated with me. So I want to continue to show up authentically as myself and I know that I make such an impact on people because you know people literally call me back for events and all that stuff like I just love how you're boisterous and the energy that you bring to the room and you know compared to other people it's like uh no I you know i rather you do you i rather use you could you come back could you do this for us could you do that for us and I appreciate that um the next one is who do you want to be I want to continue to be a resource and person of substance, death, and wisdom, period. So what frame of mind do you want to be in? And I want a healthy mind, no negative self-talk or beating myself up. I will give myself grace, but continue to hold myself accountable, and last but not least, what do you want to accomplish? I want to accomplish and grow in everything that I started in 2023 and before that. Now I feel like I am being tested because it's like, I, right, you planted these seeds, you've been watering them, you've been putting them in the sun, you've been taking them, you know, bringing them inside when it's bad weather. Are you going to stand on what you planted? And I'm here to tell you guys, I'm standing in that damn grass with them plants, with them fruits and vegetables barefoot. I don't need no shoes because I'm standing on business, barefoot, dirt, toes in the grass, in the dirt, all of that. I'm not playing with nothing. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my 2023 into 2024 and where I am now. So... I think I told you guys before, I'm sure that I did, um, that I had a career, and I recently left it in August. I was with the company for 10 years. I trained over like four or 500 nurses and technicians, and the last two and a half years of my career I traveled all over North America. I was a supervisor and I helped deploy software that would de- that would increase the quality of life for the patients that we served. And although I loved, loved, loved that job and the traveling aspect of it, and I finally got my flowers in some way as a supervisor, I still felt like there was something more out there, something else out there for me with having a bachelor's degree in healthcare administration and still not feeling like I was completely appreciated and my fail. So You know, anybody will tell you, I, I, I talk things into existence. I'm a powerful manifester. I am going to do my affirmations. I am going to talk about things as it is already happening. I can smell it. I can see it. I can literally visualize whatever it is that I want once I have set my mind. So around the time that I, uh, applied for the position, um, I was telling my boyfriend at the time, you know, I waited all summer to hear back and I told him, you know, after the interview, because I interviewed at his house, um, I'm like, look, because it was over Zoom and, you know, still kind of covid times. And I'm like, look, if I don't get this job, then I'm just going to lead a company. But I know I got it. I know I got it. And when I called him and I told him that I got it, he was like, yo, you are no joke. Like, you literally manifested and prayed for this the entire summer. I'm like, what's mine is mine. And I just had a good feeling about it. So, I got the job and I signed for it and all that stuff. And then I said, okay, um, since this is going to give me more freedom to do more of the things that I want, since it's a work from home job, besides the time that I'm traveling, I'm going to really focus, make sure when I am out there on the road, that it's all self-care, it's all business, it's all you know, feeding into tone motivates while I continue to get that bag and figure things out. So fast forward two and a half years later... You know, I had a couple bonuses and all the extra stuff. Collectively, in that two and a half years, I say I made about 170, 180K, right? So people will look at you like you're crazy, like, all right, so why did you leave? I said the entire time that I was working that I was probably going to leave. Now, I was open to taking on a position if they created one that was in the um uh, the lane that I was doing as far as self-development and personal development and all that stuff. And since they were such a big company, they did have room and resources to be able to create that. But I will say that I did drop the ball because I never actually told the um the main person, the person above the directors, what it was that I wanted. But I did all kinds of presentations and led meetings um, on self-care and how to be your best self and all that stuff. So in some ways they did know, but I just felt like, it was time for me to take a break as far as healthcare goes. Now, healthcare is my passion and always my passion because I'm a nurturer. So I do plan on going to school for my nursing degree when I can pay cash for it. I don't want any more student loan debt. So that still is a goal because it doesn't matter if the world's going to end tomorrow. If I have my nursing degree at the least, I could take care of people in my community, my family, my friends, stuff like that. So. I left the company, so I didn't really have anything planned after that. It's like, all right, I got the podcasting, you know, I still do the hosting and things like that, but um, it wasn't nothing solidified. Right. So I was talking to a medical director that I had met while I was working my career. And we started talking a little bit, going back and forth and stuff like that. And I mentioned to him that I was a wellness coach, a motivational influencer, and all that stuff. So I went and got my cognitive behavior therapy certification. And then my mom referred me and said, Hey, you know, you have college credits. Why don't you just be a sub for right now? Be a sub teacher and you can get the, um, you know, you could make money while you're trying to figure everything out. So she mentioned it once or twice, I'm like, ah. And then, you know, as um, we're getting in late, August, early September, I'm like, all right, let me just get all of this stuff out of the way. So I went and got my fingerprints, uh, my sub-certification, all that stuff. Just got it out the way because I'm like, you know, it's a no-brainer. I can tell them when I want to work, when I don't want to work, whatever the case may be. So around this time, I am putting out reels and content and calls to action for my uh, cognitive behavior therapy, but I'm not really getting much feedback. I am hearing my friends at this time and my sisters and Stuff like that. You know, the kids are struggling a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's not necessarily really big on my mind to, you know, do therapy with them. Because, you know, with um, having, doing therapy sessions with kids, you have to go do the parents. You know what I mean? It's basically up to the parents. So it's not up to the kids to be home or be available and all that stuff. It's up to the parent. So I wasn't really thinking about it. So. One night, I'm laying in bed. It's like October. And I'm like, well, why the hell they ain't call me for no sub, you know, no sub gigs yet? And literally the following day, my mom was like, pick up the phone. So and so is going to call you. They need you out of school. They need you desperately. It's not that far or whatever. So I spoke to the representative. He let me know where I was supposed to be going and all that. And like the following day, I went to this charter school and they threw me in a class with kindergartners, honey. They threw me in a class with kindergartners, guys. Ain't no more looking cute and all that stuff. These kids kicked my ass. But I will say within like the second or third day doing that, I didn't even know how much I enjoyed the intimacy of hugs. You ever had hugs from 20 little people? Number one, is hard. Try not to fall and hurt nobody with everybody pushing you back as they're trying to hug you. But even though they were bad and I don't like to say bad, but, um, you know, they gave me a run for my money. They were so innocent and authentic. Like at that age, you are your genuine, true self. And then for the rest of your life, you're trying to get back to that authenticity. So, I really, really enjoyed it. So they had called me there as a sub teacher because one of the teachers was out sick. So eventually the teacher came back, but it's like 20 kindergarten students. So it was cool having three teachers in there, you know? And, um, the teacher that I had met the first day, she really took me under her wing, you know, gave me all of the scoop and stuff like, girl, try to stay here at this school because other schools ain't like this. Da-da-da-da. Like it's really a family here, all that. So I'm on my best behavior, best behavior. But with me coming there, they also, um, got my resume, right? So I'm working, working, working. And one day, um, the director of the social emotional learning program called me into the office, asked me how everything was going and said, look, we still got some things to iron out and all that stuff, but we want you to be the SEL teacher here. And literally in my head, you know, trying to keep my composure because it is business. I am jumping up and down like a little girl literally up and down like oh my god i done went from motivational coach to getting my cognitive behavior certificate to leaving my job to um coming to this school as a sub teacher for kindergarten really you know coming back in contact with my uh, my inner child, and now they're asking me to be the goddamn SEL teacher. So I say, yes, ma'am, I will be honored. So within a couple weeks, they called me into that office like, all right, boom, here you go, you're the SEL teacher today. So I became the SEL and art teacher for grades K through 8 at this charter school out here in Jersey. And it's challenging, I'm not going to front, but when I say it is so aligned with everything that I wanted in life, um, it's ridiculous. So before I was offered the SCL position, I'm like, you know what? Let me try to start have having therapy sessions for kids. You know, we could do it over Zoom so they don't have to get together. And this way I can offer my services to kids around the world, you know, not just in Jersey or in my town or, you know, the towns around me. So I started off with um, a couple of friends, kids, my nephew, uh, two of my nephews, um, my goddaughter, all that, right? And one of the kids were—they had anxiety. They hated math. They felt like they were bad at math, so they just, you know, obviously just was doing bad in math. And after about four weeks of my sessions, this boy was an honor roll student, math included. Okay. These kids really took to it. They texted me, when am I meeting, Net Net? When am I meeting, Miss Tonya? And they just ate it up. So now I went from, um, you know, maybe exercising every day, but feeling stuck, not able to create and none of that in the summertime, you know, just trying to put things out there. But I'm not happy. I'm feeling like, where do I go? What's next? To literally every single day of the week, I had something to do. Every single day of the week, I had something to do. Dill. So I had told myself since um, I wasn't traveling for my birthday in October that I would do a bunch of things that I always said that I was going to do. So I had a fear of swimming, so I took swimming classes. Um, Anything that I was putting off, I basically jumped out the window and I did it. Um, For the most part, anytime that I'm feeling down or, you know, just like not myself, I would go to therapy. But I started going to therapy because everything was right. You know, I wanted to share the good things as well not only the bad. So on Mondays, honey, I come home and I'm doing the poverty prevention specialist meetings after work. On Tuesdays, I come home. I've got swimming lessons. On Wednesdays, I come home. I got the kids Zoom session. On Thursdays, I come home. I got something else. And I think once Friday comes around, the days actually slow down. And I did that for months. Months, right? So um, I did the swimming lessons and the girl used to look at me and laugh at me like, Tonya, everything that I asked you to do, you know how to do. I'm like, yes, because it was a fear. And she's like, well, I don't know what you're fearing because you could float, you can stroke, you could do everything that you're supposed to be doing. So just practice and get in the water more, but you good. So I was like, ugh. Oh. Okay, all right. So some time passed. I'm getting used to the SCL um, and art teacher thing. My checks, honey, say tone motivates LLC. Don't play with it. Do not play with it. So your girl is 100% entrepreneur, like she said she was going to do. And then the kindergarten teacher that was out sick when I first started um, abruptly passed. She was younger than me, beautiful girl, had kids and everything. And that really took everybody aback. You know, it really did. And, um. You know, I appreciated how much the other kindergarten teacher, you know, appreciated me because I was there for them and I wanted to be there for them. Nobody had to ask me. I was offering any free periods that I had or prep periods or whatever. I wanted to be with that teacher and I wanted to be with them kids, you know, and um, it just really, really humbled me because, it was a reminder that we can be here today and gone tomorrow. And it just really put more fire under my ass to do what I was here to do. And that's whatever the hell it is that I wanted to do. All right. So rest in peace to Miss Johnson. We miss you, girl. So, so far, I told you how I left a career. I started a new career. Um, how I'll go, I'm, I'm going to eventually go back to school for nursing once I start paying cash for it. Because so I have been looking into it, but I got to fit time in my schedule and all that because I know nursing class is not no joke. But hopefully, I'll just have to get my... Um, nursing certificate since I already have a bachelor's degree. So if anybody knows anything about that in New Jersey, hit me up. I'll appreciate it. So in addition to that, um, my in-laws, my son's family, um, they have a Company called Collab ENT, and they basically showcase um, local artists. It doesn't have to be local artists; just up and coming artists in general. So, you know, I always knew that they did that, uh, but for some reason, we just really got back in touch and started kicking it and all of that. So, I started hosting stuff, um, and now Tone is regularly doing set the tone interviews um, at these showcases, basically just spotlighting the performers and the. Producers and artists in general that come through Collab ENT. So, I mean, I am stoked. All right. I am truly in alignment with everything in my life. I have had to have, um, hard or tough conversations with some people letting them know look I need my space there's some things going on around me there is some energy that is not mine that's being projected to me and I believe that it might be coming through you not necessarily you but because of the people that you hang around they are able to push that energy through to try to get to me and sabotage or whatever the hell it is they're trying to do. And I block that shit, return to center. But at the end of the day, I have to stand on what I believe in. And a lot of times, um, you know, we are friends to people that are not friends to us right? They You are consistently there for them, but you could never, you, they're not even a thought when you're in need or if you need something, you know what I mean? But you're one of the first people on their list when they need something. So just consistently putting up those boundaries and discernment. Like I let y'all know a couple episodes ago, it's still flashing. It's still flashing. It's still neon lights in my head, discernment, boundaries, all of that stuff. But I felt good about it. I'm not going to consistently sit here and start to beat myself up because I was a people pleaser or because I felt like because I am a giver, because I am a nurturer, that I'm supposed to give my all and not nurture myself. And that's the main thing that I've learned. As far as me being a nurturer, if I'm not nurturing myself and I'm not doing what I got to do for myself, baby, there is no outside nurturing. Okay, If I'm not at 100%, there's nothing that I can give to anyone. If my house is not good, there's nothing I can do outside of the house. Not to say that I ain't going to have no bad days because the first week of New Year's, baby, it it kicked my ass. I am not going to front. It kicked my ass ass. But um, I did fall off as far as my routine and rituals and self-care, self-love, my spiritual practices and all that. I said, bump it. I'm a teacher now. I got that winter break. So I'm a break on everything. And that proved to be detrimental to me. So I have learned that regardless of what I want to take a break on, I taking a break on my spiritual practices and all that stuff for more than a day, maybe two days at a time. Cause baby, baby, Your girl was going through it, okay? So, back to regular schedule program. Relationships or not, you have to continue to set those boundaries. You have to continue to, you know, have that discernment. And at the end of the day, just remember that you are you for a reason. And if you're not at 100% and your cup is not full, how much are you going to pour into another cup? So in addition to that, with me not having all of those distractions and me just pouring into myself, um, you know, I started to be around a couple of new people, you know, and um, I met someone, dated them briefly, but they didn't really seem emotionally available and, they just had a stigma for Libras. The last three, four people they dealt with was Libras and they just did them wrong. And I felt bad because of that, but I also felt like he judged me because of those reasons. So we left that right there. Um, as far as like business and stuff like that, we still see each other. He's a great dude, handsome guy, but no. Um, at this point, you know what I mean? But um, right after that, I met someone and he just really showed me that a new person can show you they more serious than someone you love for years. A new person can come through and do all the things you ask someone old to do simply because they wanted to do it. Simply. You know, so it really was confirmation for me that with all the heartache and, you know, things that I went through in my love life because, you know, I, I anybody will tell you, I stand on my business, baby. I stand on my business. I stand on my brand. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If I can't, I'll let you know. But people know that I don't play when it comes to my business. You know what I mean? But with my love life, I was still like very trial and error. I'm a Libra. um, So, you know, we're real big on partnerships, but we also tend to lose ourselves in those partnerships. And You know, I noticed that I was doing it a little bit, not necessarily losing myself. It wasn't necessarily negative, but it's like, all right, um, you know, what did you do today for your business? What did you do yesterday for your business? What did you do the day before that, before your business? Like those kind of things. So I just kind of really snapped out of it. I had that conversation um, with my person and I let them know, like, look, we're both business minded individuals and we both been slipping. We both haven't been doing what we were supposed to be doing because, you know, we're enjoying us. It's new, all of that. And it's nothing wrong with that, but we got to get back to the original program, which we did, which we did. So, in addition to that, um, because I know I've been rambling, but, you know, I got to tell you guys, I got to give all y'all the scoop because y'all my family. Am. Y'all my family. Am. So, I had to do what I have to do. Okay, boo-bam. Okay, boo-bam. Sorry, guys. I'm in a silly mood. As always, um, you know, I'm very mo- boisterous. And I'm about to say moisturous, That, too. Ah! But um, I'm very boisterous and stuff like that. And I just love life. I'm very childlike when it comes to just enjoying life, being silly, all of that stuff. So, um, you know, it just comes naturally. It's not a show. If you see me in the street, I'm the same way. Um, but I want to talk to you guys for a second about goals and recreating, you know, creating those goals. So one of the main things that I tell my clients, adults, kids, chickens, ducks, (laughs) whoever you are, um, The time is going to pass anyway. You know what I mean? The time is going to pass anyway. So do you continue to just sit around and not do anything? Or do you take those baby steps so at the end of the year it could be a mile? I encourage you to, to... Do all that you can, um, you know, little baby steps, just little things, set tiny goals, you know, set your year goal and then break it down to little actionable steps so that you can accomplish them. And before you know it, the whole damn thing that you said you was going to do is already accomplished. So, for me, my goals are going to be to create more digital products, be more organized, continue to limit distractions, and, of course, baby, give the haters something to hate. Because if you don't got haters, you ain't doing something right. So, as always, guys, you already know what it is. Your girl is back in full force. And, as always... Always love. To respond to a question, make a suggestion for an episode, to be a guest, or give feedback, reach out to us at info at You can also find us on social media at Tone Motivates on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and at Shades of Tone underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, you can find us at ToneMotivates.com where all of those links are as well.